0: This is Raptors game night on TSN 1050. The Raptors live here. The Raptors come home and get a win. Three in a row for the Toronto Raptors. Toronto has strung together three wins, and they're looking for a fourth Friday night against Utah. It's a final toronto 112 san antonio 98 that is paul jones with the final call so the raptors go to 26 and 30 on the season and five and three in their last eight games including four and three in the road trip welcome to raptors game night jim taddy warren ward and javon shepherd with us at courtside and javon we're happy you're here because jonesy you know was concerned about my money i was in the bank app the whole night to make sure it was still there and he was just absolutely all over warren i mean what's going on with jonesy <laughs>
1: If he got something, I'm beside him, I'm beside him, so I'm running off with him. So keep keep that app open. <laughs> we know you
2: yeah. got it, Teddy. <laughs> at least he's honest yeah
0: well i mean that was a pretty good performance by the Raptors. uh you know maybe a dip in the second quarter but but uh you know when you add in what they've done over the last eight games it almost changes your view of the team doesn't it Uh, it, it's
1: always and that's why this this sports thing is such an emotional roller coaster especially with this group here because they come out with a spirited win right and right from the get-go wire to wire they're playing with the energy they're playing with an enthusiasm with passion right and on the defensive side scotty set the tone early you know, Chris Boucher came out with his energy, and you you fall all in uh, you fall in love all over again with this group, right? And just the hustle, place, right? Plus twelve on the rebounds, plus seven field goal attempts, and you hold this, this San Antonio team to shoot 28% 28%, excuse me, from the three point line, right? So you executed the game plan. You took care of their weakness, but you know, I thought this was this was a great win, especially coming off that road trip where you know you got you're tired and you're gas, and also these are the dog days heading into the You know, all-star break and the rumors that are going on. So who knows what's going on in that locker room right now. Guys probably have garbage bags by their locker thinking it might be me, it might not be me, but good win, good win.
2: I mean, to score 34 points in the first quarter, was really good off to a off to a really good start and then thirty one in that third quarter and that was a, really the difference. I thought the Spurs hung around a lot longer than personally I was comfortable with, but you know give them credit they also came out and played hard, but to keep this team under hundred points for one and then uh for two you know with we, we, something we haven 't said very you know i mean very often they 've won three games in a row, and that's that's uh, you know so whether you know whether guys are going to you know fill out those garbage bags or not. <laughs> uh, they're they 're going to be leaving on a win, and I think that 's most important is that you know this team is winning uh, with the lineup that they have right now we don 't know you know who 's going to be here i can 't wait to find out uh, to see you know who survives the trade deadline because it that's seems like the entire league is you know waiting to see this but this is a good win for against a team that they should be beating right you know this is not uh, even even um Uh, A game ago against Memphis, excuse me, Uh, you know, these are, you know, without without John Morant, you know, I mean, no Dylan Brooks. These are games that the Raptors should win and they're taking care of business. They're trending in the right direction. So um, we will see what happens come Friday. We know we could be looking at a completely different team. I still expect to, you know, if Javon can just, like I said, take a pay cut, well, I think we, we can re-sign everybody. <laughs> I'm a rookie. And if not, on, we'll get I'm him to a... sign. Javon, you should go on the floor if you're not going to take a pay cut. You I'm should just sign a... with the team. Take the 10-day. I'm on play the, rookie. Play the 3-4. <laughs> I'm and
1: on a you rookie know, we'll contract. We'll figure it out. I'm on a rookie contract, and that was a second-round pick. You guys, leave me out of it. Warren, Warren, to your point, you are talking about, you know, who might be filling up those bags or whatnot, but talk about Pascal filling up the, the hoop, right? Yes, Seven he did. Points. Yes, he did. He really, Roby's going to have nightmares of him. Perdo's going to have nightmares of him. Perdo probably already knows what he's made of because they had some time in practice together, but he really came out here and just he just showed out. He just exploited them. He, you know, he just put everything on display, and I just thought that was... That was just a great way for him to come back and just quiet some noise and just show, like, listen, I'm, I'm still I'm still spicy P. Let's not forget yeah. that.
2: No, he, he's definitely in a rhythm, but the only reason why I didn't bring that up, I think Boucher's performance was a little bit more impressive, only because I think both of us can agree we expect that, you know, yeah. you know I mean, from Pascal. This is a game where he should dominate. I think he came out and he did that, and I, I, I expect him to stay in these groups. The, you know, the real question is when the competition gets a bit tougher – can he do the same thing and I and you know I think we both know the answer to that the obvious answer is yes uh, but he needed to find a rhythm and I think these last three games he's you know he's done that
0: okay. Javon I'd like your take on the bench I mean obviously Boucher did a nice job tonight with 18 points but you know, I, I think when we go over the five wins in their last eight games, we can appreciate, that even without O.G., that the starters are doing their job. Uh, Boucher has done a, a nice job off the bench, and, and, you know, he and Thad Young in the last game against Memphis did a really good job off the bench. But a lot of it isn't the points, it's the defending. Yeah. And there, there just really isn't the support there, is there?
1: There isn't, right? And, and those guys, like you mentioned, they're coming off, and they're not just putting the ball in the hole you mentioned there was a couple possessions where, where Chris Boucher just really ran up and down the court four or five times, didn't touch it, and then he ran by, you know, um, Jonesy and myself and kind of, you know, gave us that gas look but said he's, he's, he's pumping it, he's gas, he's doing it, but he's, he's out there, right? And I think those type of plays where you're not worried about, you know, the ball being in your hands or who's getting shots, but you're just, you're giving what your team needs are special, right? And oftentimes this year we've, we've had so many conversations of the bench being outplayed, but we always measure that by, which bench has more, more points? And I, I think that's incorrect at times because these guys come out here and, and give something, right? They contribute something.
2: I was obviously hoping for more. I think um, you know, I was I was saying to you before the game, I was I was hoping Wancho Wancho goes for sixty. Uh, Wancho <laughs> just missed it. Wancho Wancho was sixty points away from sixty. So you know, maybe maybe Close. better luck next Close game. With no but, cigar. Right. I, I no. I, in in all seriousness, I I do I do agree. I think. Um, there are some things from the bench that don 't show up on the stat sheet, but with that being said that 's something that this team definitely needs to address we The Raptors need to ensure that they are having players that are that are contributing on a regular basis and not just on the you know on the scoring side of the ball but um, that can match the, the the impact of the starters and yeah, if you 're right. playing a lot of minutes, then yes, you will eventually score the basketball but there is a consist. There, there is a. I won't say consistent, but there is a drop off when the bench comes in the game compared to even today when the Spurs players in you know in the second quarter, yeah. the Raptors had to call a timeout because their bench was actually playing so well. Right. right? I mean, so that I mean that's the difference. So I think uh, you know, obviously the quality of players is different, but w- we need a bench like that.
1: I think you know the key to keep what you're saying too. Just to add on that, is consistent consistency bringing something, right? I think that's right. what's been missing at times is that you know coach nurse goes to his bench but you don't really know what you're going to get but if you can look down at your bench those assistants can look down and and say to coach nurse okay so-and-so is going to sub in and you know you're going to get one or two things from that player at least you know there's consistency there and there's at least a bar set right and then that's where you know there's been those inconsistencies there's been those highs and lows is that you just don't know what it is is it rebounding is it defense is it you know shot making is it shot blocking is it contestant rim so there's got to be yeah, and, and that's where young players have got to learn as well, where do, I, where do I carve out my niche, right? And what do I do well? What's going to translate? What's going to help my team win? Or what can this coach rely on me? What am I getting paid for, right? You've got to create a, create a lane for yourself.
0: I think you could both answer to this, but we'll start with Javon. I mean, um, there's a number of guys on the bench who have been here for for a bit, and and there is loyalty, and, and we've seen some moments, just not enough moments. And then you get the precious Achua story, where where he was in that group, and then added to the starting lineup, and he's done a nice job. So I mean, there there is capability there, isn't there? Yeah, there there is absolutely right, and
1: I think also in a league that is this athletic, right? We there's some athleticism there, so you're always going to be able to get by, and it's just again like really carving out your niche, really you know, honing your skills. And during this long season, sometimes it's hard to get in the lab, in, into the lab, especially when you're on the road and really hone in on your craft. But you've got to find ways to get those consistencies. You've got to find ways to continue growing. And even if it's just sitting down and just watching film, right, in extended periods of time where you can a- adjust and adapt on the fly and allow the game to slow down while you're playing it real time, that's 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 adding to your craft as well that's getting better but you've got to find ways you've got to continue to do that especially as a young guy to grow
2: i mean if if we look across the minutes here with between thaddeus malachi flynn wancho uh, outside of chris who played 29 minutes almost 30 minutes everyone else is pretty much expendable and if i'm nick nurse i'm, I'm looking to improve my bench and um you know whether it's a film session or you know practicing, practicing is you know that's that's not a game. There are, you know there are, there are practice players and there are game players. I think Coach Nick Nurse, like he said, he's looking for players he can trust. The way Boucher is playing, he's earning trust, and that's that's reflective in the minutes. You, to play 29 minutes tonight and put up 18 and 11 off the bench, that's that is earning trust. So now Coach Nick Nurse says, okay, I have a solid six. Everyone else, spendable. We can go ahead and. and trade and try and find someone else to come in and do what Chris is doing. When when it was Precious's opportunity to come off the bench, as soon as OG got hurt, Precious stepped in and filled a void, and that's what you have to do as a, in this league and any basketball league. You you have to you have to sing the song, what have you done for me lately? Because and, the, Oh, go sorry, ahead, sorry. Okay, I'm just going to say no. Your your coach has to find a a reason to believe that you know, I mean, as Javon said, you can do one of two things. You can come in, you can either score, you can rebound, you can defend, you can block shots. Whatever it is that you do, find a way to do it and do it every game and do it to the level somewhat near the starter so that your coach can be like, you're someone that I can rely on. You're someone who's going to give me this sort of effort and energy so that we now have an eight-man rotation. So right. if if I'm, if I'm the front office, maybe I package one of those guys, you know, because we need someone else to come in and do it on a more regular basis. And
1: there's one thing to add to that as well, and I think for even Raptors fans that have been hard on some of these guys, that they've got to acknowledge and got to, got to realize that whether somebody comes in here or not, and if somebody does or two players does, we we, we never know. You don't get the perfect player, right? So somebody's going to come in here, they're going to add something, but they're also going to come with some holes to their game as well, and that's going to be a learning curve. There's going to be a process there.
0: I don't know if you guys would agree with me, but over that five and three run the last eight games, I think, and there was all kinds of speculation about, it, and we, we don't know what's going to happen. But I think some of the speculation concerning the starters has gone away. Would you agree with that, Jamon? I, I don't think so.
1: You know, I think <laughs> I don't think so at all. I think we have a front office that does a good job of keeping their their cards close to them. They don't leak any information. I think that's when you're at your most dangerous, right? When nobody knows what you're capable of, right? And I think, in actuality, right that they, They've just done a really good job with that, and I don't think anybody's out of, the, out of the question.
2: As much as I, you know, I normally agree with you, and yeah. I do want you to keep your money <laughs> uh, on this one. I'm going to have to agree with Javon and yeah. say that That's no, a, nobody's just, safe. All you had Nobody to say safe. was no guy. Yeah. <laughs> no, nobody's safe. He, I mean, Fred. Fred is last ten games averaging 24 and seven assists. He's starting to play like himself. But even Fred, if it comes down to dollars and cents, luxury tax. There's so many factors outside of <laughs> basketball because this is a business. Right, so yeah. there's so many factors that that are outside of basketball that that will determine who is here, and it's it's up to us to kind of explain that to people. But no, I I, I don't think any starter, not even Siakam, if we can, if we if 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 they have a real good package for somebody, I these are, again, I would not trade anybody. But yeah. if there's a real good package and it makes the team better now and in the future, and it goes with the direction, then I'm sure they'll pull the trigger on it. I have no doubt.
0: Well, I mean, look, it's a live auction. Uh, You know, if if you've got the the top-end teams and and one tries to acquire the other, then somebody's got to ante up. So you don't know what's in the other end of the phone. Exactly. So, I mean, there there could be a blockbuster offer there. So if you had to guess, Javon, what do you think happens at 3 o'clock tomorrow afternoon for the Raptors? If
1: if I'm a betting man, hmm, if I'm a betting man, I I think they stand still. I think they stand still. The the market in the summer... Is going to be a lot more aggressive and more volatile, and I, I think that would be the case. But I, for sure, I don't think I don't see a big move with with Pascal going. I don't, no, you know, I don't see none of that right now. I don't see Scotty moving, um, <laughs> and it's, it's really tough to say. They, everything has been tight sealed. There hasn't been any leaks, and you, you know, I, I got to commend the front office for that. Warren, you may have a difference of opinion, but I'm not too certain. There's going to be, you know, a big shift or a big, a big juggle. No, I, I, I think we go home run or nothing at all.
2: Yeah, no, I, I I agree with you. I think the only person that that is an optional trade op, a trade option is OG because of his value on the market right now. I I do think, and because Precious has come in and played so well, we I we all I think we all can agree that OG would want a bigger role on a team. That's what he's gunning for. Uh, I don't think he has a skill set to do that. So I I I would think if there's someone who would be gone, it'd be him. Uh, but it, again, it'll come down to what Fred is willing to accept in terms of payment. Um, because you you can't pay everybody. It also comes down to what Gary would want as well. So if they do trade someone, it's it's probably going to come down to you know I mean to the dollars and cents or they're just looking to package uh, OG. I think that's the only person. If not, then like I, then I agree with you. I think everyone we stand still and whatever is on the market now, you can get something better in the summer.
1: Well, I'll say this: OG's on the floor right now. He's taking pictures. He looks quite
0: cozy. He looks quite homely. So we should, we will see. TBD. We will see. Javon, I've got some banking to do. You can take the rest of the <laughs> night off. <laughs>
2: you guys have fun. Okay. Javon <laughs> Shepard, thanks All for right. hanging around. Yeah.
0: Raptors win at 112-98 over the visiting Spurs. The Spurs have only won five games on the road this year, 5-20 on the road. They've only got 14 wins, but they do have a cluster of three, like three consecutive wins. I think yeah. they've done that at least twice. Yeah,
2: and the last win came against Brooklyn. Yeah. Um, they're still getting paid, though. <laughs> yes, and, and, this, and this loss is now 10 straight. 10, 10 straight, so. Yikes. Yeah, but that check isn't bouncing, so. No, it's not. Yeah.
0: <laughs> All right, this is Raptors Game Night at TSN 1050. Raptors Game Night live from Scotiabank Arena. The Raptors celebrating a one hundred twelve ninety eight 98 win over the visiting san antonio spurs and jim Taddy alongside warren ward with you to go over that victory and clearly from the start this was a going to be a good night for the raptors 34 24 they had the lead after the first quarter and then lost the second quarter by seven so at halftime they only had a three-point lead but nick nurse was asked at the end of the game about making a statement in the first quarter
3: yeah, those guys wanted to get off to a better start. They had a couple games in a row where they didn't. Talked about it a little bit this morning. Thought for the most part, we knew we knew transition defense was going to be huge. These guys get up the floor and got a lot of guys that attack off the bounce. I thought the only letdown of that we had was to start the second. They they got out on us and and scored a bunch in transition. Other than that, it was pretty pretty solid as far as getting back and helping out and. Um, Etc. But you're right. It was it was nothing uh, super spectacular, but it was a pretty professional job.
0: The pass off 37 points, 21 shots very
1: economical for him. Yep. What did you see from him tonight that made it so?
3: Well, we had one of those good things happen where the very first set we ran got him an inside layup. And I always think that always gets a guy if you can get a guy something at the rim right off the bat wide open that always gets him feeling good. Uh just looked like he was in great rhythm on his on his mid-range stuff. Um Again, he came down early, and we ran a little uh, flip back play to him that he's usually going downhill on. But he stopped. They were going under so far. He slammed on the brakes and shot the three. So it just just showed he was really aware of what was available and was willing to willing to take them right. And um, just just good tempo and rhythm for him tonight. He was tired at the end of the trip. Do you think that was due the Houston-Memphis? He looked a little bit worn out. And why do you think he sort of bounced back? like Yeah. Well, um, I think that rest, recovery, being home, and those things can do a lot of a lot of quick work sometimes. And I think uh, just just being home made him feel a little bit better. I agree with you. He was putting in some heavy minutes, heavy uh, responsibilities at both ends during the road trip. Um, but it was good to see him. I thought back with a little more spring, a little more. I just again tempo, rhythm, all that stuff seemed a lot better tonight. Yeah you a bunch of high-energy games from Chris recently. Is this the longest stretch of sustained energy that you've seen from him this season? This season, for sure, yeah, I think so. I think um, it's good. I think, I think again, it was another game he wasn't in long and he, bang, he banged a three ball, and that, again, is just a big lift for him, big lift for us. Um, he was really a force out there, which is why I played him about... I don't know, 17, 16, 17 straight minutes to finish the game. There just was no he was just on a run of of playing really well, blocking shots on the glass, um on the offensive glass. So yeah, it was good. He's he's had, you know, three really good games in a row for sure.
0: That is Nick Nurse postgame. Uh, let's go uh, into the dressing room. Freddie Van Bleet was talking tonight. He played uh, 36-31, uh, had uh, 16 points, uh, pretty good performance from him, and he was talking about the, the fast start by the team as well.
4: We got guys that's um been through it a little bit. Obviously coach stressed it um the last few games, got off to slow starts. Um tonight wasn't that great the first five minutes of the game, but um thought we just were locked in defensively and which was good enough and uh, um Pascal was able to, you know, level us out offensively. Um he had it going tonight. So I thought we were, you know, focused and locked into the game plan and just put together a professional effort to get the job done today.
3: A bunch of um, high energy games from Chris recently. Is this the longest sort of sustained stretch of, of energy that he's had this season?
4: Uh, I don't know. I, I just he's playing good good basketball for us, and being that first sub and. Coming in early, he's making his first shot, you know, consistently. So anytime he checks in and hit a three, you know, it's probably going to be a good night for him. That's just a good way to start your night off and um, give him a boost of energy. So he's been flying around, getting rebounds. Um, I think he had three steals and three blocks tonight. So he was huge for us off the bench, and um, he had a great game for us. And anytime he plays good, you know, usually helps us a lot. We to be glad
0: when
1: tomorrow 3 o'clock comes and goes.
4: I don't I don't really care that much about it. Yeah. It is what it is at this point. Like been through it a couple of times. Obviously that's the most my name's been in it, um since I've been in the league, but you know, it is what it is. You wait for the call if it comes, if not, you know what I'm saying, you move on. So it's gotta be professional, come to work and do your job and the rest of that stuff will take care of itself. Seven years this is
1: probably been the
0: craziest thing, right?
4: Because there's a lot of names in play. Well we got a lot we got a lot of good players on the team that's not winning, so that's pretty much it um, and uh, we haven't played up to our standard this year and so we put ourselves in this position and you know you got to deal with it uh, we understand there's gonna be probably every team in the league calling uh, we got a lot of guys that a lot of teams want and um, we're not in a great situation so you know front office officer do their thing and, and they'll do what's best for the organization and uh, the rest of us will, you know come to work tomorrow get a good practice in, see what happens but you know just focus on the work at hand would you be surprised if you weren't here on Friday? Uh, I'm not really going to comment on too much of that. You know what I mean? I just try to come to work every day. I haven't had any of those conversations thus far. Um, obviously, you know, my name's been buzzing around, so I'm sure they're listening when the calls are coming in. As You know, they're a great uh, front office, and Masai um, and Bobby, those guys have uh, earned the trust and respect and um, certainly have my trust and respect, and you know whatever happens, happens. So uh, I'm just focused on trying to get this team as many wins as possible and tonight was a good night for us. I got practice tomorrow, so i focus on that. Fred, what, what stood out for you about Pascal's performance? Was it the, the fast start in the first? Was it the
3: perfect start? it the consistency
4: throughout? It? That's a pretty good description. Um, yeah, he just he had it going. You know, anytime he's he's got the, the bounce, he got like a little pep in his step. Um had a couple quiet nights for him recently, which is saying a lot depending on what we've been seeing. It was a 37 and 10 and 7, so... Uh, you know he's he's back shooting at a high clip, uh, getting in the paint, um, getting separation from his man. The jumper looked good, and um, he just looked assertive and aggressive from the jump, and um, that's what we need for him. So he was he was great for us tonight. He carried us. This is the only organization you've ever played for. Have you thought about like what it, what tomorrow could
2: mean, and you know what it would feel like not if, if your phone rang tomorrow. No.
0: That is uh, Freddie Van Vliet, and I liked his answer. I mean, the game's just ended. I mean, <laughs> I don't know if I'm thinking about tomorrow much. But but nonetheless, um, I, I just want to go over a couple of performances. Uh, Pascal tonight, uh, 10 rebounds, 37 points, uh, nice double-double, almost a triple-double. He had seven assists. Uh, Boucher off the bench, 29-38 is what he played, 11 rebounds and 18 assists for a nice double-double. The team had 51 rebounds. Nice job there. Very good job. Yeah. Uh, so if I break that down where did i go i lost it i lost it nine and 42 nine offensive 42 defensive so,
2: i mean listen uh you know the reporter asked pascal and asking about pascal looking good and looking as if you know he's found his groove again and i, I just the questions always like mind boggle me because he's he's been doing the same thing he's been doing all season just he went through a stretch where he missed shots and this is not a game where you're going to score all the time so yeah um you know, this is a game where well, this team they're playing the Spurs. Like, he should do this. Like, this is not the the you know they they are not a good team. They've lost nine games in a row. I'm not, I'm not surprised he scored 36 or 37 points. That's he should do that. This is a game for him to get his rhythm. Like, if if I'm if I'm in that locker room and I'm Pascal Siakam and I'm I see the Spurs and I'm you know on an, and uh, the story would be if he didn't do it. Essentially, I am I am an All NBA player. In my mind, I'm like, okay, I'm going to score 40 tonight. Like, yeah. there's, you know what I mean? Like, that's and that's. Yeah, he's upset. He only got 37. Exactly. Like he's yeah. pretty much close too. So I, yeah. I expect this type of performance yeah. because they're they're not playing up to their level of competition. And I really like what Fred said about there. Are, we are, a, you know, there are a lot of good players, yeah. and we're not winning right now.
0: No, I, you know. I, I hate to say it, but when you look back, I think we got spoiled last year because they they, yeah. they they were able to pull out uh, of situations where where they were trailing, or they just they had that the next man up really worked for them last year, and and they got I don't want to say got away, they 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 survived some precarious game situations, and and really you could feel the build. This year is like a, a total contrast.
2: No, it's it's been it has been. Uh... It's been a back and forth. It's been a, it's been an up and down, back and forth type, you know, I mean, type of season where we've, this, like I said, we, we haven't been accustomed to the Raptors winning three games in a row. They've, they've been on losing streaks, then they've won one, they've won two, they've lost two, and then they've won another. So it's been a, it's literally been a flip flop of a season. But, uh, as Fred said, there are a lot of good players on a team that hasn't been winning. And I, I don't think, this team, I wouldn't even say that they haven't been winning. They just haven't been consistent at that part. They haven't played consistent basketball yeah, enough that, Yeah, that's the, best way,
0: that's the best way to sum it up, and you can go right through the lineup and, exactly. and find exactly. bits of that. Uh, you know, I always think that, you know, there, there, it makes good conversation to talk about, you know, massive trades. But I, I'm just, I'm a little apprehensive about that because the, the team, preaches about the culture here and and we we respect that and, and it's been very good for this city over the years so i don't know how you know how that works if you're going to trade a big player we don't know what the offers are so so it's it's, so, it's difficult to to even comment on it but but i will say this you know you when you see san antonio uh when you see a number of the teams that have like all kinds of draft picks loaded up for the next 10 years well that that's a great thing Unless you have to pay to watch the team play, you know, it's <laughs> yeah, not very exciting
2: to watch. It isn't, but the, as we both know, Tapman, the the N, the NBA is built on youth. And if I'm going to go in a direction, I obviously want to go young because those players can develop. And a prime example is 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 the OKC Thunder. Right. They have you know they have Shea Gilders Alexander, one of the most you know prolific scorers in the NBA, a definitely you know up and coming talent in the league he He's developed over yeah. the last couple of years you know josh giddy you know uh, Lou dort they have so many pieces and and they're only getting better as you know as they continue to you know get older but if if i'm and I think their average age is like twenty two years old on that team so yeah if if I have picks and I have youth the the fan base is going to watch and 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 see the potential in that group because those guys are growing but if i'm just going to go back to the draft now with a team that is middle of the pack age like you know i mean like the raptors are 27 28 years old well now i have to wait until those players catch up to maybe 22, 23, when the 28-year-olds are now 30.
0: Yeah, and it, it's just, it's always out of sync. It's always
2: out of sync. So yeah. you gotta pick a direction. Either we're gonna win now, yeah. or we're gonna, we're gonna blow it all up. And if I'm the Raptors, I'm not doing anything. Unless, like I said, unless I get something for one key player, and we both know who I think that is. Yeah. But other than that, I'm not, I am not trading Fred. I'll tell you that right now. That's the heart and soul of the team. Yeah. Every single time well, these guys come out of the warm ups, he's the last person to speak. For me, that is untradable.
0: Well, you need a foundation to build a, around, and, and you know. And you need a leader. That's right. I mean, otherwise, it just turns into. 14 and 40 with five wins in the road which is the san antonio and story 10 losses in a row yeah, right yeah, <laughs> exactly w- look we can remember that from, from years ago and it's not that long ago no it wasn't exciting then and it wouldn't be that exciting now so uh, you know I, I just think we're all uh, we all have uh, high hopes for the front office because they've done such a great job in the past and we look forward to sort of uh, the sign tomorrow at three o'clock as to, as to what you know what they've decided because
2: we'll buy into it that's right that's right i'll have my phone ready that's for sure well, I, I'll try not to be on the phone with you at that particular time. I don't want to interrupt anything. No worries, no worries. I can't. I can't wait to find out who who's here, who's not. Friday, we we'll, you know we'll be able to talk about that as well, and uh, it's going to be an interesting day tomorrow.
0: Absolutely, it will be, and and so we'll we'll end on this. Uh-oh. <laughs> I know it's coming. <laughs> I know. I, yeah, yeah, well, uh, I'm going to be really generous, but it's going to appear generous, but if it's not really going to be generous. You could take the rest of the oh night my. off.
2: You're, you, you are so generous. I, you say, I mean, every every time we do this, you allow me to take the rest. How much time I have to spare? I mean, we're, we're, uh, mere seconds. <laughs> <laughs> don't worry, I'm not going to bill you then. Don't okay, worry. Okay, <laughs> good. What a relief, because Jonesy's already Jones- dipped
0: into the bank account. Nonetheless, <laughs> I don't know where that was going. One twelve ninety eight. The Raptors went over the spurs we'll come back to wrap it up next this is raptors game night on tsn 1050 raptors game night final segment 112 98 was the final score for the raptors who had control of this game from start to finish bit of a dip in the second quarter but they got over that Started the third quarter with gusto and uh, won it going away as they say some great performances pascal thirty seven. He had 18 in the first quarter freddie van lead at 16 gary Trent jr 15 Precious Achua had 10, and uh, Scotty Barnes had 10. Double-doubles to Siakam and Boucher. Boucher with 30 minutes and 18 points off the bench. So pretty good performance. And, of course, that leads us to the trade deadline, 3 tomorrow afternoon. Listen to TSN 1050 for wall-to-wall coverage on that. We'll be back with you live from the Scotiabank Arena on Friday night, Utah here against the Raptors. Thanks for joining us. Good night from Scotiabank Arena.